Tokyo, Japan. My name is Gary Verhuller, and I'll be your host for what we call the Substance of Living Podcast. Today, we'll look at what we call life's lessons. And I hope this will provide you with some insight, maybe even some inspiration to life's challenges. Today, what I'd like to share with you, it's called Capturing Audience Attention. Uh, there are six ways to capture audience attention. There are speech writing techniques that I've learned over the years. Why do I want to tell you about capturing audience attention? Because if you employ these in your communication, and it can be not just with speeches, it can also be online, and it's, these ideas are very useful for online, you can get the, the people that are participating or are your audience when you're speaking, if you're online and everybody's listening to what you're saying, you can get them more involved. If you get the audience involved, if you get the listener involved, then that person is going to remember or those people are going to remember more. So that's why I think that this can be beneficial to you. I've been using these techniques for years um, and I'd like to share them with you right now. The first one, first one is called shocking statement. It captures audience attention. Let me give you a real life example. I work with the Ministry of Education here in Japan for what's called the Super Science High School Project. And the purpose of the Super Science High School Project is to send outside experts into high schools, selected high schools, and uh, to bring a real face to science and to science-related things. Because I work at a science museum where Japan's first astronaut, who's also my client as the director, uh, that's how I got involved with this. In Japan, the teacher is almost like a god. And many, many times the students never question the teacher. The, the students always are um, subservient to the teacher. And so one of the first slides that come up on the seminars that I and my wife teach, it comes up and it says, do not believe us. And the students, these are 16, 17 year old students, they're just shocked. Dude, who are these people? Guest speakers, highly qualified, are telling, are telling us don't believe them? And we've got their attention. And what, what I follow that with is I say, there are three things we want you to do. Number one is learn and master what we teach you. Learn and master what we teach you. Number two is to adapt. Adapt what we teach you to your own individual unique style. Humans, this is science, humans, share 99.996%, 99.996% DNA we share. Same for all humans. But it's that 0.004% that makes you unique. There never has been a you in the history of humans. Right now, there's only one you. In the future, there never will be a you. So adapt what we teach to your own unique style. And then number three, and most important, use it in the real world. 
So by starting off with the shocking statement, do not believe us, we've captured their attention and now they listen to the message. And it keeps, keeps going on like that. We have other shocking statements throughout the seminar. For example, this is not my class. And the students are, eh, this is your class, this is your time, this is your education. And it sets the tone for the class. And it captures their attention so they are more involved. You want the listener or the participants to be participating, to be involved. And the more involved they are, the more they'll remember. Let's look at number two. Number two is a speech writing technique called rhetorical question. Three things happen. First, the speaker asks the audience a question. Second, the audience thinks of the question and the answer. Third, the speaker gives the answer. For example, where, where can you go to visit an alien world, an alien world filled with strange life, beautiful colors, and it's so quiet. That is scuba diving. And people, oh, oh alien, alien life and, 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 and strange life and many colors and it's so quiet. Scuba diving, oh, you get them involved. They're thinking about what you're saying and you've captured their attention and now they're going to pay more attention to what you're saying. So first one was shocking statement. Second one was called rhetorical question. The third one is called call and answer. Call and answer, oh, I should, I should say before we go to call and answer, I use rhetorical question all the time. It's so easy. Just think of a question word and let's say um, summer is a wonderful season. I could start off with which season do I think is the most wonderful? Summer. Let me tell you why. Now I've got their attention. So rhetorical question is very easy to incorporate. Now we'll get to call and answer. Call and answer. Call and answer is the speaker makes a call and the audience responds. Who likes ice cream? Audience. That's, this is a call. Who likes ice cream? Answer is the audience physically responds. And you can do a lot of different things. Okay, if you like ice cream, lean this way and the whole audience, but you're getting them involved. And it's kind of fun too. The more physically involved you can get people, the better they'll remember what you're, what you're telling them. So call and answer. So shocking statement, rhetorical question, call and answer. Here comes number four, which is called anecdote. Anecdote has two steps. The first step is give a, an idea. And then the second step is give a real life example illustrating that idea. Let me give you an example. If you, if you want to increase your power, decrease your volume. Let me say that again. If you want to increase your power, decrease your volume. Now I've worked with Dr. Momoru Mori, who is Japan's first official astronaut for the last 25 years. Uh, and I, I meet with him on a weekly basis 
more often more than that. He's become a friend. And he's the director of the Science Museum that I mentioned. In 25 years, in 25 years, I have never, not one time, heard him raise his voice and yell. When he gets angry, his voice gets quieter. Gary, finish the report today. Oh, yes, sir. So the, the power just rolls when he lowers his voice, speaks softer. And that has even more power. So what I just did was I gave you an anecdote. The idea was if you want to increase your power, decre decrease your volume, and then gave a real life example. People love stories. And if you can use stories that are in your life, you will automatically bring more energy to that because it's something you've really lived and it will get people more involved. Shocking statement, rhetorical question, call and answer, anecdote. Number five is humor. Everybody loves to laugh. Everybody loves to laugh. Well, how can you capture audience attention using humor? Well, here's the secret. You never make the joke about somebody or something else. You never make the joke about somebody. You make the joke about yourself and the audience laughs with you. For example, sometimes I'll say, you know, I tell my wife every day, I am perfect in every way. And she says, go wash the dishes. So, and we laugh together when I tell that to an audience. So the idea is make the joke about yourself. One of the things I mentioned in the beginning about um, teaching for high school students, they love to see a teacher make a mistake. And they really love the teacher admitting it and laughing with them about it. Because we teach them questions are good and they have to repeat that questions are good, questions are good. Guesses are good. Mistakes are good. So I purposely make a mistake and I'll say, stop. And I'll turn to the, to the, to the students. I'll say, mistakes are. And they go, good. And I went, and they laugh. And suddenly they realize this teacher, this guest speaker, this special guest speaker is human too, like me. He makes mistakes. And it enhances the relationship as well. So if you're, if you're going to use humor, make the joke about yourself and let the audience laugh with you. The saddest people I've, I've ever known are those that can't laugh at themselves. Okay, so number one was shocking statement. Number two, rhetorical question. Number three, call and answer. Number four, anecdote. Number five, humor. And number six, but you can't use too much. It's called silence. And many times, particularly in giving a speech, but you can also use this online. You can say, excuse me, pardon me, and just wait. And if you are the designated speaker, 
people will eventually be quiet, particularly if it's a regular audience when you're on a, at a podium or on a stage. If you're quiet, they quiet down too. Now you've captured their attention. And by doing that, then you can go into another one of the others, which you can give them a shocking statement, or you can make a call and answer, or you can do a rhetorical question. So the idea is silence connected, followed by one of the other ways to capture attention can be very effective. Okay, so to recap, capturing audience attention, which can be used either for speeches or can be used online. And uh, the six of them are shocking statement, uh, rhetorical question, call and answer, anecdote, humor, and number six is silence. I hope you found this useful and I hope you can use this uh, and apply it right away. Um, so let me know and thank you. Thank you for joining us today for the Substance of Living podcast. If you'd be kind enough to consider subscribing, you can contact us through Spotify or Apple Podcasts or connect on Twitter. Join us again next time for what I hope will help you navigate life.